This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities, taking a look at the wheat markets for Wednesday, January 10th. Well, all grain markets were higher yesterday, with wheat uh, pushing higher, recovering much of the losses that it had on Monday. Corn testing Monday's lows and then reversing up, and soybeans, after just barely putting in a new low for this move, also reversing higher. So it was a pretty positive day throughout much of the day yesterday across the grain space. We did see Egypt come in. They bought quite a bit of wheat. They bought 420,000 tons total, 60,000 from Ukraine and 360,000 from Russia. They paid the same price for both of them, $265 FOB, and that was on uh, a 270-day line of credit. So they opted for higher prices for a much easier payment schedule for them. And that's pretty much in line with what they paid here a couple weeks ago on December 23rd uh, from their last purchase. Corn kind of tagged along with wheat and soybeans, finding some support from an interesting uh, revelation coming out of the, the census report showing that exports for soybeans during November were 30 million bushels higher than what the Federal Grain Inspection Service reported. So that was a bit of a surprise. It might suggest that soybean stocks will be lower than expected simply because exports are up. And that, of course, would be in Friday's stocks report. So just something to keep in mind that soybeans might be finding a bit of traction here based on a better than expected pace of exports. And U.S. exports are expected to pretty much be dominant in the world over the next few months before Brazil's harvest comes in in around the March-April time frame. But still, Brazil is experiencing much better weather, and that's been the driver of soybeans kind of overall. What has been pushing beans lower is that we've finally seen a break in the weather after several weeks of wicked hot and dry across key growing areas of Brazil, it looks like that trend has finally stopped. And we're seeing much better rainfall across that region over the last few weeks. And it looks to continue that way. In Argentina, they've had just great weather. They're looking at very good yields coming for both corn and soybeans. In the southern part of Brazil, however, it's been way too wet. And it looks like their wheat production is taking a hit because of that. Conab came out with their production estimates this morning, and for wheat, they're projecting 8.1 million tons, which is down 1.7 from where they were just a month ago. For soybeans, they're estimating 155.2 million tons. That's down 5 million from last month, so not a big surprise there either. Acreage is uh, up about five or 50,000 hectares at 45.3 million hectares. And corn production at uh, 117.6 million tons, that, that includes both first and second season crops. That's down about 900,000 tons from last month's estimate. Acreage at 21.02 million hectares, that is down 60,000 hectares from the previous estimate. And really, that's all coming from the first season corn crop. Uh, they left second season corn acreage unchanged at around 91.2 million hectares. So interesting there, but I would imagine they're leaving that unchanged because they don't really know yet what that's going to be. That depends on soybean harvest. Much of the soybean crop was planted late, so that's going to push harvest late, and that is going to make farmers a little leery about 
getting the corn in late because that's a very tight window of when they can get that corn, the second season corn crop planted before the the climate patterns turn warm and dry. So uh, that might opt, the farmers there might opt to plant other crops rather than corn. So that's something that's always in the back of our mind here because of the late soybean plantings. Weather here in the United States, of course, we've got the major blizzard coming across the Central Plains and Midwest, and of course the Southern Plains, and then up into the, uh, along the East Coast, up into the Northeast. That's the first system. It's huge. Then there's another one coming uh, just quickly behind that one. That's coming from the North. It's going to get very cold across the Northern Plains in particular, but dip down into the Central Plains and the Midwest. It's going to get down to 30 below. In the northern plains, there's not a lot of snow cover in much of the northern plains. Snow is coming, but the question is, is it going to get there in time? Even a little bit will be a big help, but uh, there's, you know, the, the, the weather guys are leaning toward you're probably going to see some winter kill across the northern plains. We'll just have to wait and see how that pans out. In Russia, we've talked about the cold weather that has uh, blanketed much of that country they don't expect that there's going to be a lot of winter kill from that system because there's just barely enough snow cover to protect that crop. So it's been very, very cold, 30 to 40 below in much of even the central and, and the Volga regions of Russia, which is unusual. Siberia, of course, sets, it, it does get cold, which is why they grow mostly spring wheat there. But nevertheless, this cold snap coming across Russia is not expected to do heavy damage to their winter grain crop. In other news, we've got some reports coming out of Ukraine that their December exports through the alternative export corridor are around 4.8 million tons, which is huge for them. That's bigger than any month of exports that they had even under the UN brokered deal that uh, early in the war. So they're actually uh, doing better than they were, you know, trying to cooperate with Russia through the Black Sea. So good for them. And Romania, good for them as well. They are exporting a record amount of grain through their Constanta port. Uh, They're estimating it's around 36 million tons for 2023. And that's up about 50 percent from 2022. Now some of this is Ukraine grain that's estimated around 40 percent in fact was Ukraine grain. Now they're able to handle this bigger volume because of a European agreement to increase their port infrastructure. This is part of the agreement that the EU made with Eastern Europe countries to help Ukraine move the grain to export facilities. They're actually helping build more export capacity. So it's a win-win for everyone there. And one other thing, we're just noting that freight costs have been soaring because of the, the, the option to avoid the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. So they're taking their vessels way south around Africa, which obviously takes far more time, as much as two to three weeks for a lot of these transports. And of course, the cost source because of that, that's going to be pressure on the grain space. They're going to have to lower their FOB offers to compensate for the expense because, the, you know, they're going to have to share this extra cost between the buyers and the sellers. So that's a negative to the grain space in general. And it might even uh, start to cancel out some sales, but ultimately, they're going to have to get 
the, the grain moved and it's just going to cost more. So we'll, we'll see how all that plays out. But of course, the big deal is Friday. We've got three major reports coming out, the winter wheat plantings, quarterly stocks, and the monthly supply demand. Uh, winter wheat plantings are expected to be down, but it's just to the degree to how much I think will we'll set the tone for the market. We've had a market that has been chopping around quite a bit. We get days where we're under a lot of pressure like Monday, and then we don't get any follow through like yesterday. We just snap back and regain almost all of those losses. So we need to find some definitive pattern here. Weather is creating some some issues, some transportation issues, obviously, uh, but that's expected to clear out fairly quickly. So we'll see where this all shakes out. Got a lot of numbers again on Friday. We'll get those behind us and then uh, see where we're at as far as market direction. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.